welcome back to the My Story in 30. So today we have uh, Sayana Gardner here with us. Hi, everybody. Hope you guys are doing good. <laughs> Happy to be here. Do you mind just introducing yourself to everybody? Yes. Uh, well, I'm Sayana Gardner. I am a second year marketing student. Um, and you'll hear a little bit more about me later, but we'll just start there. Take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Love it. So first off, like what attracted you to TRSM mm -hmm. when you were looking for undergrad? Yes, for like business schools. Um, well, I knew I wanted to go to business school. Um, and when I was researching schools, TRSM just had a plethora of resources. Like I found the BCH like off, off right off the bat. Like I was like, found the BCH and co-op and I was like, okay, this stuff is super cool. Um, not to mention, I knew I wanted to stay home. So I said, okay, of the ones, uh, this was my top choice, by the way. So of the schools that were located here, I was like, okay, TRSM seems pretty cool. I talked to some other people that I know um, came here, um, kind of like one of my role models came here too. So, yeah. <laughs> so I talked to her about it. She's like, yeah, it's great. Da 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 da. Um, and here I am. Love it. Yeah. What stood out for you? Like when you were talking to your role model, like what was something that maybe stood out? So, like, co-op. Co yeah, co-op. Co-op. Yeah. She, she was direct entry. Mm -hmm. um, so, she, well, she was direct entry. So, she actually did her co-op at a different school. Um, but honestly, just her experience of talking about co-op um, really did it for me. I was like, okay, cool. They can do it there. They can do it here. Mm -hmm. um, and then just based off of um, the BCH website and like Instagram and things, and I was like, okay, it seems like people are having a good time here. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of the energy TRSM gives off. Yeah. <laughs> just a good vibe. Just a good vibe. Just a good vibe. Yeah. Um, so you also had mentioned just staying at home mm -hmm. as well too. So whereabouts, do you mind me asking, like whereabouts yeah. do you commute from? Yes, I'm from Brampton, so I commute, takes me about an hour by GO train, so people take the bus and it takes them like two hours. Yeah, it's a lot, um, but I'm about an hour by GO train. Uh, depends on if I, if I walk the path, then it's like an hour and 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. If not, then about an hour. Okay, so going from, I guess, from high school, mm -hmm. and then you were the cohort as well, too, that was half online Yeah. in your first semester, and then in your second, second semester, semester, you're fully commuting back. Not even the full second semester. I think it was, they started the commute back, like, maybe in February or March, so it was halfway through second semester. Um, yeah, and it was it was kind of a difficult transition, mm -hmm. not going to lie. Mm -hmm. It was it was a bit much, um, but I made it work. I did my best. Yeah. What yeah. was that like for you? Like, what, like, how did... How did that kind of go? How did you adjust? Was there something that you did? Or, like, did you manage your time differently? Uh, when it came to commuting, um, I, time management was huge for me because commuting eats up a lot of time. And mm -hmm. some some people can, like, do work on the train or the subway. I'm not one of those people. Um, I can maybe get, like, maybe, like, 15 minutes of actual work done in my whole hour commute. Like, I'm not good at it. So mm -hmm. I had to manage my time beforehand and... Um, afterhand, and then I have different um, ta tactics and things that I use. What do to you use? So, what do you use? I is use it? time blocking because mm. I get overwhelmed very easily, easily and quite quickly. So I have to plan my days like hour by hour to make sure I get everything done, and to make sure I don't um, get overwhelmed or don't forget about anything. Mm -hmm. um, as well as Notion, Notion is really good like um, time management slash task management organizational tools yeah um that is i've been using since high school even so oh yeah i've modified it and i made it more advanced now but yeah, yeah. is that something you'd recommend for everyone else too? oh absolutely yeah. notion is i feel like notion is a must-have um, notion and gcal are my two saving graces if it's not in one of those places it doesn't exist to me mm -hmm. like it's not real until it's in one of those gcal is in google calendar but um 
Yeah, snowsuit for sure. Do you feel like the way that you used to manage your time in high school is very different than the way that you manage your time now in university? Uh, yes. Well, in, in high school, I didn't really manage my time. I didn't really need to, I don't think. Yeah. Because um, I was involved in a lot of extracurricular things. And so almost every day after school, I had um, like a, a band rehearsal or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go to rehearsal and I'd end at like four o'clock and I'd come home and I'd eat and then I'd do work. It's not really much time management involved. It was just school and then the band and then home. That was it. So kind of automated. Yeah, it was just like automated. Um, and because it's the same every day as well, it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. When, as opposed to when you come to university and then you have like two classes on this day, one class on this day, no classes here, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's, mm-hmm. that's, it's a hard adjustment kind of going to university and obviously yeah. like being independent, becoming an adult, mm-hmm. making sure that you're on track. Um, also with all of your extracurriculars, yeah. um, for those of you who don't know, Sienna is one of our top 10 engaged or used to be in her first year top 10 engaged yes. um, students. So talk to me a little bit about that. How did you actually start getting involved? Because I know you had mentioned living on, not living on campus mm-hmm. was also an adjustment, and that was hard. So how did yeah. you start to get engaged? Right. Well, I knew when I came to TRSM, I knew I wanted to be an involved student because when it comes to university, and I knew this, you have to make university fun for yourself or else you're going to be bored. Because it can't just be class. You're going to be bored, and you're going to struggle. So you have to make it fun. I said, okay, so I'm going to get involved. I'm going to probably join a couple groups here and there mm-hmm. and um, do different stuff. So... I went to Frosh, and when I went to Frosh, it kind of seemed like to me, um, anybody who was the president of anything or anybody who was just like really important that you like learn about immediately when you come to TRSM, like in terms of students, they all lived on campus. And I was right. like, um, <laughs> but I want to do that. And I don't live on campus. So mm-hmm. I'm like, is it going to be much more difficult for me to like, you know, transition um, on that front? Um, so for me, I just had to figure out how to get involved and be a community student Uh, and I figured it out Um, it's basically just a matter of um, just choosing not necessarily choosing but figuring out what you can handle Mm -hmm. Um, yeah figuring out what you can handle and trying to balance everything which balance everybody needs to needs balance but for community students um, if you're somebody who can't do work on a train for example like me right um, then you have to figure out it's might be a little more difficult to figure out but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just about um, balance, I would say. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then when you started getting engaged, what did you? Where did you start? Like, did you start with obviously like events yeah. or, um, like how did that all kind of start to get yourself informed? Uh, fit for business emails. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I started. Uh, Frosh and then fit for business emails. Mm-hmm. I started with boot camps. I was uh, I was um really in in interested in boot camps. Uh, I like to call myself like a like a course junkie. Like I'm a yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I just like learning extra, so I'm always taking like YouTube courses or like Skillshare or like mm. just additional learning. And then boot camps was there, and I was like, oh, perfect Excel, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and SEO and all the different boot camps they offered. So I took a bunch of them, and that's how I started getting involved. Um, and then I started going to events, um, different like fit for business events and different TRSS events and just other student groups that were hosting things. Um, and then after that, I started applying for student groups but not right away mm. because uh, I was just nervous and I didn't think I could like, I didn't think I was yeah why why did you know imposter think you syndrome could? Oh. yeah so if you don't know what imposter syndrome is um, it's basically the def- it's basically feeling like you can't do something um, and that if you do do something then somebody's gonna figure out that you have no idea what you're doing 
which FYI, nobody nobody knows what they're doing. So <laughs> it's like yeah. normal. <laughs> uh, but that was that was stopping me from like applying to different things because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not qualified, even though nobody was really qualified. So I could have just applied. Um, but eventually, I I had to get over it, and the way I did that was. Um, I just held myself accountable like with other people. Like I told my uh, my other friends, like, hey, um, I'm thinking about applying to this. Please make sure I apply because <laughs> I might not if you just leave it to mm-hmm. me by myself. Um, yeah, so just having other people around you to, like, encourage you to do those things yeah. uh, really helped me overcome it. And I'm still overcoming it, so. Yeah, yeah imposter syndrome is definitely something, like, every everyone goes through, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of pulling yourself out of that. Yeah. And you said, so, like, making sure that you're accountable in other ways, so mentioning it to other friends to keep yeah. you accountable and on track. Was there anything else that you maybe did um, or maybe, like, a resource that you used or something like that to kind of pull you out? Um, no, not for me. I would say um, just my friends. My, cause mm-hmm. my friends, well, I have good friends. Love them to death. Um, it's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, like, if I tell them something, they will make sure that I actually, like, they will hassle me about it. They will mm-hmm. come to my house even and be like, <laughs> love that yeah. I love that so when you started applying to things what mm. what kind of roles were you applying to was it like student groups Stu- yes student groups um yes I first started applying to um student groups and got into one of them which is Enactus um under the Project Bits team which we teach financial literacy workshops um yes and so that's what we do so I applied to them but actually even before that I was contemplating whether or not I should apply to the SEO co-facilitator um, role at the BCH, um, which is for boot camps, which I did end up applying to and getting. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, yeah, and so that, that it even took me a long time to apply to the right. co-facilitator position because I was like, I don't know, like, I don't know if it makes sense for me, um, even though it did because I did have experience in SEO like in high school. Um, but still, I had to overcome it. And then the help of a friend pushed me. She's like, just do it. 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 Was yeah. that also, I guess, playing into the imposter syndrome yeah. piece as well, too? But yeah. even, even so, just with imposter syndrome, you have to remember, like, the worst they can say is no. And you're already expecting a no. So you might as well just apply, like, yeah. if you want it. Yeah. So students on the call, you heard that. <laughs> the worst yeah. you can do is say no. Try to put yourself out there. <laughs> And then, like, like Cyanna, she got a job at, as a boot camp facilitator, which is yeah. amazing. That's, that's, how my, um, that's how my career boost journey started. That's how it started? Okay, awesome. Yes. And then, okay, so after, after that, moving yeah. into career boost, yeah. um, how did you find out about career boost, one? Because I feel like sometimes our students don't always hear about it or don't really know what it is. Yeah. Um, well, I, I didn't know about it. I only found out about it when I was applying for the um, – when I was applying for – the SEO position, the co-facilitator position, and I was like applying. And then after the interview, they were like, okay, do you have a career boost approval? And I was like, what is that? <laughs> like, yeah. do I need that? What is yeah. that? And then they sent me the information uh, from there. But it is, we are always posting career boost opportunities in the FFB emails. They're always in there, so you can find them there. You can always find them. Yeah. yeah. And career boost, just for context, is on-campus part-time mm-hmm. jobs as well, too, for our students. So it works in it with, your, with your schedule right. um, as well, too. Yeah, tons of flexible. Opportun- it's just the most important part. Yeah. Flexible. And tons of opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. Okay. So moving after that, what other kind of roles have you or what kind of um, maybe projects have you worked in and on for career boost? Yes. Okay. Um, so I am – so right now I've actually moved up from SEO co-facilitator to SEO lead facilitator. So if you come to the boot camps now, I'm I'm leading and I'm and I'm teaching the the SEO boot camp, which is nice. Teaching the content, 
um, yes, teaching the content, and then we do a hands-on task and whatnot. Um, but then I also, in the summer, I also interned with the Business Career Hub under the boot camps team mm -hmm. as the special projects coordinators, where um, they're they're very flexible in um, in terms of like your focus. So I wanted to focus on marketing stuff because um, I'm a marketing major, and I knew I wanted to go into marketing. Um, so and they let me. Mm -hmm. um, so I was able to work on like email newsletters um, and design different things. Um, so that was good uh, experience there, as well as just focusing on operations as well, because operations is just a, it's just a good, um, like navigating operations is a good skill to have. So I was able to focus on that and communicating with other facilitators and scheduling mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, yes, and things like that. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Would you say like, so moving from boot, from the facilitator for SEO mm -hmm. and then the project coordinator, mm -hmm. um, was it because you really liked the BCH or was that through an opportunity that came around or how did you, I guess, I just really liked transition? the BCH. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I met somebody who's in the role through a student group networking. Um, and I was telling them, I was like, I was like, yeah, like I'm kind of thinking about, um, I kind of want to apply for, again, imposter searches, but I didn't apply right away. <laughs> but I was like, I kind of want to apply to this um, special project coordinator for the BCH. And they were like, yeah, do it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it. They were like, yeah, right now. And I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, oh, now. And they're like, yeah, right now. Like, message, um, message a key for the manager. And I was like, okay, okay, perfect. I was like, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I remember, I remember when I was on the BCH team, and you would come and host our yeah. meetings. You really stood out to me yeah. as well, too. And I loved hearing from oh, you every you. time you hosted. Thank you you <laughs> always had something to share. You could yeah. always feel your energy. <laughs> um, but do you think like that's what maybe what made you stand out to Akifa to get the role, or like? Um, for, I, like, I'm not even too sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that's what I'm hoping for. Um, that's what I'm hoping for. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I know. I know networking played a part in it. I mean, I've gotten most, almost all of my jobs through networking. So that tidbit, guys, it's key. Networking, um, even just like student groups, that's like networking too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you, I guess, like to come back to that as well too? Mm -hmm. Like, how did you get? into networking how'd you get comfortable with networking because i know it can be very intimidating yeah. for a lot of students even staff some of our employers coming back to campus as well right. too because everything was virtual before mm -hmm. i guess is there something that you'd recommend doing to get comfortable with networking or some best practices yeah. that you'd want to share to be honest i'm still not totally comfortable with networking mm -hmm. um but i just have to ignore that like right. just do it type type vibe um yeah i'm still not totally comfortable with it but i still force myself to go to events anyway and get out of my comfort zone because that's what helps me get the jobs and mm -hmm. the stuff that I want. Um, yeah, so I'm still not totally comfortable with it. I'm still working on it, but I guess just start with messages. It's always easier when it's like not in person. If you're a good writer, message somebody on LinkedIn uh, makes it easier. Schedule yeah. a Zoom call, and even even if um, um, if you want to do an in-person coffee chat, those are a thing now. You can do those. If you're good in person, do that. If you're not, then you can do like an online Zoom call, and then maybe have some questions that you want to ask them like a nice little guide mm -hmm. um that would that would make it good but also networking is really just talking to people um it's just conversations kind of like this yeah 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 and then i guess um going back to imposter syndrome as well too just to kind of mm -hmm. tie it in so when you're talking to someone that has xyz title right um is that something that plays into your imposter syndrome trying to be like good enough to have that conversation or trying to be smart enough to be on their level or how do you kind of get past that barrier because i know that intimidation piece is really hard for people when Absolutely. they're networking as well too yeah well norm normally i i find i don't know if this is actually true but this is just <laughs> a comforting thought that i okay. have i always think if this if i'm reaching out to a person who's in a position that's like a lot higher than mine or something 
they all automatically are expecting me to know a very minimal amount. And that helps me. <laughs> that, yeah. like, eases my mind a bit. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. As long as I have, like, just, like, a, not even, like, a script, just, like, a guide. Because you don't want the conversation to be, like, awkward more mm-hmm. than twice. Um, or just you don't want it to be awkward at all. Um, so just, like, having a guide yeah. helps as well. Yeah. yeah, and just staying on track and trying to, like, open the floor right. as well, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And then, um, so for those students that don't know, uh, Sayana also won the Grit Challenge. So that was something that we're all very proud of Sayana for. Thank you. How did you get involved in that? How is that something that you kind of, you wanted to participate in? Mm -hmm. Well, originally I saw it on Instagram, on um, Toronto Met's Instagram. They posted it and they posted about the challenge and I was like, that seems pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Kind of something I'm interested in. I like video editing and like day in day in my life and that's like kind of my thing like I like doing that kind of stuff um so I was like I could do that um but still I contemplated for like another two days even though it was due in two days <laughs> when I seen it it was due in two days I contemplated for another two days and I was like I don't know should I do it should I do it um and then I ended up doing it because lucky 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 the people around me um pushed me to do it mm-hmm. if I don't think I would have done it had the people around me not pushed me to do it and then I guess like what what did that like process look like for you as well too? So, um, or if people want to find your post, are mm-hmm. they able to find it yeah. online? Yes, yes they can. Um, so it's on my TikTok and my Instagram, which is simply dot cyana, uh, simply s i m p l y y two yeah two y's dot cyana s y a n n a, and then you can also find it on the FFB Instagram as well actually. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. And then, so you actually won that, which was yes. super cool. Yes. You can highlight that. You can also use it in your to your advantage down the line as mm-hmm. well, too. Yeah. It was it was it was it was fun. It was fun doing it, but honestly, very stressful because I started it and finished it the day it was due. So I'm like on my way home. I'm editing like at mm-hmm. Union Station. I'm editing on the train. The only time I can ever get work done is when like if I really need to on the train. Mm-hmm. Um, crunch time. Uh, editing on the train I get home I'm editing some more editing some more and then posting at like 11:59. <laughs> it was it was quite stressful to alleviate some of that stress yeah. how would you've done that differently I would have just started when I had the initial idea to start yeah <laughs> like if I had started two days ago that would have made my life so much easier but mm-hmm. because I had to film and edit on the same day it was a lot <laughs> it mm-hmm. was a lot yeah was filming and editing something I guess like you knew how to do as well too or is that something you've kind of picked up along the way because I know a lot of students are really interested in social media like you're the generation everyone's on social media now too Mm -hmm. how have you actually like learned that skill um I just started doing it like the first time I ever recorded a day in my life is uh it was last last year the end of Mm -hmm. first year I was coming to campus for Enactus had like a gala an event and I was like Maybe I should swim my way there. And then I also had the um, top 10% engagement ceremony that day as well. So I was like, oh, two events in one day. This is kind of perfect. Yeah. So then I was just like, okay, let me just see what clips I can get. And I got the train and then me coming here and then the events. Um, I just kind of put together clips and I was like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I just did it a little bit more and a little bit more and um, use the opportunities that I have, the avenues that I have to make videos, um, get better at it. Like I didn't take a course or anything like that. I just, yeah. I just started. some skills you just have to start yeah because I remember you saying you also like learning on your own as well too and Mm -hmm. you're always trying to like look up new things that's why I was like maybe maybe there's something that you did to learn that 
Yeah, no, I just did that one. Oh. And just, even just being like on TikTok and Instagram Reels, like you yeah. see it. You see that stuff all the time and then that stuff inspires you and you're like, oh, that's cool. It's mm-hmm. like a cool format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of transpired in also your work as well too and like mm-hmm. the projects that you're able to create and obviously winning Grit has been awesome. Yeah, that was great. It's crazy to see how much you've actually really accomplished in your one and a half years yeah. <laughs> here as well too and yeah. that's something that I think like a lot of students maybe don't dive into as much either is trying to get engaged trying to get so involved but mm-hmm. like looking at you you've already accomplished like so much yeah. as well too so moving into your second year now mm-hmm. um what's what's upcoming for you because I remember you saying you're a part of BBSA as well too yes. what else is kind of upcoming this year for you that you're hoping to maybe achieve mm-hmm. Yes. So right now what I'm doing, well, I'm doing school and I'm doing Enactus and BBSA, which is Black Business Students Association. Um, and then I am also doing Ted Back Mentor. So that's like three yeah. extracurriculars. So that's what I'm currently doing right now. Oh, and also working at Fit for Business <laughs> <laughs> as the um, project coordinator, networking guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is what I'm doing right now. In terms of like next semester and just future, mm-hmm. um, maybe win some scholarships. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, scholarships is a huge resources that I tend not to use. I, I always, I'm like, I should just apply for scholarship, but then it's like, oh, I'm not going to win, but I should just apply. I should just apply. Um, so maybe win some scholarships. Other than that, no, 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 no other like big goals. I think I'm like, I'm pretty steady where I'm at right now. Yeah. 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 Is co-op on your radar? Cause I know you had oh, mentioned that. Yeah, co-op into- too. <laughs> Yeah, you had mentioned you had obviously applied to TRSM because of the co-op program. So I was like, yeah. co-op on your mind? Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I will be at the event, guys. Come see me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, co-op as well. Getting into co-op would be huge. Mm-hmm. So deadlines in June, right? June. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you apply at the end of your second year yet. Yeah. But f- for the Hope students. for the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wish me luck. For the students listening, though, we do have a series that we run in collaboration with uh, the Business Career Hub called Co-op on Your Mind as well, too. Mm-hmm. So it's for all programs. You learn, obviously, about the co-op program, what it entails, um, what year to apply, what are the requirements, right. tips, tricks. You also hear from upper-year students as well, too, about their experience. So it's a great series, yeah. um, really, for any student, obviously, in, like, their first and second year to apply for co-op. That's an area yeah. of interest. And you'll be there as well, too. I will be there, yeah. Are you speaking? Are you on the panel? No. Just, but you're present. Yeah, present to go and learn and listen and learn how to get into co-op get into co-op yeah so maybe cyana maybe we'll have you back and maybe we'll share something that you've learned (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe maybe um even if you don't know anything about co-op honestly just drop in with a career consultant at the bch uh, the business group and you can do it virtually or you can do it in person mm-hmm. and they will tell you all about it they're more than happy to talk about it right yeah definitely yeah. from my experience yes yeah <laughs> yeah from my experience yeah but bch of course is a great resource as well mm-hmm. too they if you obviously are looking to get into co-op that's a great route great avenue as she mentioned as well too also resume support really any kind of guidance really literally anything career related they mm-hmm. will help you with linkedin mock interviews really anything you can think of yeah. Oh, LinkedIn as well, too, mm-hmm. is something that, like, you've been very passionate about. You've yeah. started to share your stories online as well, started, too. Started, yeah. Started, Just too. starting, yeah. Yeah, starting to share your stories online. So how is that, like, is that a part of maybe um, your networking um, or is that something that you just like sharing? Like, usually like sharing your stories or sharing, like, your day in the life, kind of being visual yeah. and, um, like, online and present? LinkedIn, it's partially a networking thing, partially just fun like I kind of like being on there it's nice yeah. it's inspiring you know to just see everybody like achieving their their best it's great it's the professional version of Instagram right it's nice um 
Yeah. LinkedIn is good for networking. I like it. I message people on there sometimes to get coffee chats. And networking is so important, guys. I'm, I'm really serious about it. Maybe you should definitely try it. Um, in terms of just posting, like people, so many people have gotten jobs from posting on LinkedIn. Like not even messaging anybody. They just post. Yeah. And then they get a job. So, so do you have any tips or like tips for the students on how to, I guess, um, brand themselves online? Well, I'm still working on branding myself. Yeah. To be honest. Work in progress. Um, uh, I would say... I mean, find find resources um, for for LinkedIn. Like I, I know I, I use a couple uh, resources of, of people who generally know LinkedIn. Um, so I just use use their resources as well as um, I don't know being semi consistent. I'm trying to be more consistent. I'm like not that consistent, but I'm working on it. Like try to post once or twice a month, maybe more. Um, that's what that's what I try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not even necessarily all about just posting your achievements. Like it's not just about um, I went uh, or I got into the student group or I got this job. Sometimes it's about I went to this event or I picked up the skill or I'm working on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that as well too because I think mm-hmm. a lot of the time you see so many people posting about their accomplishments, which is great, absolutely, but I think it's also behind the scenes, like whatever right. you're putting in to get those achievements as right. well too. What are some lows you've maybe faced that like you've overcome and adapted to? Exactly. Because no, nobody ever sees the behind the scenes right. on any really social platform, except for maybe TikTok now. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like Instagram, for example, it's, it's, it's Instagram is your best self. Mm-hmm. And it's the same for LinkedIn. It's your best professional self. Um, but even now, people are getting more into posting their behind the scenes and their lows and how they got to where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, because everybody always talks about the high, the high parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and the low parts are important. Yeah, so trying, like, really bringing your full self to LinkedIn yeah. as well, too. Mm-hmm. Professional self. Professional self. Professional self. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then just kind of, like, last question as well, too. Like, going back to your first year, um, what would you tell yourself? So if you could go back in time, um, what's something that you'd maybe, or a piece of advice that you'd give yourself as a first-year student? Uh, be more confident. Mm-hmm. and be just a little bit delusional. <laughs> just be a little delusional. Um, if you're struggling with something or you think that you can't do something, just try. Just try a couple times. If you think you can't get into a, a club or you can't do something, apply for something, go mm-hmm. somewhere, uh, just go. Just try. Be delusional and just pretend like you can do it. Um, fake it till you make it, to be honest. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Because um, most of the things you think you can't do, you can Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, that's what I'd say for myself. Absolutely, yeah. So just take on new challenges. Yeah, just take on new challenges um, and, and just do whatever you want within parameters. But, like, you know what I mean? Um, just do whatever you feel, like, professionally-wise, do whatever you feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us Thanks today. Thanks for having me. Um, so this is My Story in 30, and this is Cyan and Gardner.